Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this is episode three of our business building special. Otherwise, it is episode 30 of the podcast All Up, which is so, so exciting. What an incredible milestone to be reaching 30 episodes since launching the real-time podcast. Wow, that has flown by. So I am so excited about today's episode as this is, like I mentioned, one of our business builder specials, our October exclusive. So today I spoke with Missy Strasner, who has a background that blends 15 years of sales, sales training, and coaching business leaders with personal development, business development, consulting, marketing experience, and also working with an advanced mindset, emotional intelligence, and leadership training. So she is well-equipped with the knowledge and the skills that it takes to build a successful business for yourself. And today she's going to be sharing all of the tips and tricks with us on how you can start scaling your business to be a six to seven figure business with the right amount of grit, determination, hard work, and commitment. So I hope you're ready for this episode. I am so excited for you to check it out. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest, and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your highest self. Well then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. to welcome our special guest today. Welcome, Missy. How are you? Hi, Emily. Thank you so much. I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. It's just a wonderful day today. I'm feeling positive, energized, and I'm so excited to be speaking to you. So I'd love it if we could just start off this uh, podcast and you share a bit about who you are, what you do, all of that, all the fun stuff that you want our audience to know. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Missy. I'm actually an American staying in Australia. I just found out as of Friday that I got my six-month visa, so that's really awesome. I am a high-ticket sales coach, and for the most part, I teach in other people's or other seven-figure entrepreneurs' masterminds where I help their students learn how to sell their high-ticket programs. Uh, I do have a few private clients who I work with that are generally have had a business, um, they're already in action doing things and they're around six figures and they want to take it up past six figures. And then I have a couple earners that are stuck and they want to really learn how to scale the seven figures. So most of my clients with the exception of one in the last couple years have been entrepreneurs that are like well on their way to knowing how to make money and they want to just learn how to, um, sell themselves more effectively, um, with their clients, serve their clients more effectively. Yeah. So exciting. That's a little bit about 
I love that. And I think that, you know, what you do is going to be so insightful for my audience as well, because I know I have a lot of entrepreneurs that love listening to this podcast, a lot of uh, people who have online businesses as well. Um, so yeah, I think you are such a great fit and I'm so excited to start diving deeper with you today. So first oh. of all, like what made you decide that you wanted to get into this um, high ticket sale coaching industry? Like what sparked that? In the beginning, when I started my career, I was, I was teaching entrepreneurs or I was teaching people, you know, it's like you take, you're at where the level that you're at and you teach people a couple levels behind you to catch up. And so I started working as a coach after doing a lot of transformational training myself. My background was in sales. So I think I always knew that I, my, my zone of genius was in mindset and sales coaching. Um, I think I just, it took a little while to figure out my niche of like who I could really help and why I sell and teach into high ticket sales is because I really help women step into ownership of their power and like basically getting enrolled in themselves and what they're up to and their experience and their expertise and packaging themselves and owning their worth so that they can really make the impact that they want to make and make the money and have the lifestyle and the freedom that they have because I believe if you have the expertise and the experience, one of the biggest breakdowns is your, you know, your mindset around, can I really do this? Can I really sell it? Uh, it's not about the content. And so of course I, you know, don't work with people that I don't believe in their vision and their content, but a lot of what it is, is in terms of high ticket sales is teaching how to position it, package it, and the majority of it working on their own confidence that they can really create results for their clients and package it in a way that is connecting with their soulmate client. Yes. And I love how you mentioned that it's more so about mindset over content as well. And I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people do have. They sometimes think, oh, if I'm going to be successful in a business, I need to have the best product. I need to have, you know, something that absolutely no one else has ever thought of before. But a lot of the times you can go a long way with, you know, just something that you might not think is the most groundbreaking product to offer, but because your mindset is just unshakable, that's what's going to get you you know, above and beyond everyone else, I think. So um, I did read into your bio and I, I heard that you actually started to build this business for yourself during a tougher period of time. And was it your partner who was actually in hospital and you were supporting him? So I'd love it if you could tell me a bit about this. What was this like and how did you go about creating a six-figure business for yourself from, you know, next to a hospital bed? Yeah, Um Oh, yeah. So I believe I was able to create a six figure business in partnership with, um, or being with a partner who had a heart attack and got an LVAD, which is a left ventricle assist device. I know a lot about it and can get very technical, but essentially, um, was his heart broke down and he was, uh, needing to stay in the hospital and I stayed with him. And so I think I don't think what got me to build a six figure business is I was so committed and driven and so like passionate about what I was doing that I was able to really leverage what I had learned in leadership training and, and, and everything that I was about that it was focusing out all the time. Like whenever I was in my stuff, I was like, no, I've got to just like focus out, like focus out, focus out. And I would just think about like the bigger picture of who I get to be in the world and what my true power really was. And it wasn't like sitting next to a hospital bed, like being really sad and depressed that my partner was really ill. It was like, what can I do with this situation? And not to say that I'm like this huge noble person. It's just, I, I, 
you know, from a selfish standpoint, it was like my survival was, I know how to, I know how to make money. I know how to make a difference for people. I know like I can really do that. And I can be a positive influence of even when like shit is hitting the fan that you still can create the both and of shit's hitting the fan. And I can still make a difference for people. Like I have room for all of it. And so I think, um, I've, and why was my mindset was in a, I was strong. I had an incredible support system, community, and tribe. I play life with very big people that are up to big things, so they held me at a very high level and a high like a high standard. Um, and so it's, there's by by no means did I do it by myself. Um, I just was committed and open and was able to stay committed to my vision and why it was so important to me. And one of the reasons why it was so important to me and I was able to commit to my vision was yes, of course, I wanted to make money. I had the the whole. Um, oh my God, I've got to figure this out. And I'm taking care of a lot of our, like our joint things. And it was very stressful, but I had the tools and like the know-how, how to like continue to like change my mindset into an abundance mindset of like, what can I do? And what do I want to create versus like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. So I was really like, I was mentally trained. I was fit. Um, and I was committed to why am I even doing this? I was so like my past, I was so depressed, not doing something that lit me up and I got so much joy and it was so it, it, the, the giving, you know, the giving and receiving enabled me to propel forward and like being that person with my partner and also having my own stuff and not getting my entire life next to the hospital bed. Yes. And it, it sounds like it takes a lot of grit. And a lot of just knuckling down, getting it done. Don't feed yourself these excuses of I can't do this because of that. Or I can't do this because I'm having to look after my partner. You were able to like push beyond that sort of limiting mindset in order to create what you created for yourself, which is really, really inspiring. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> So what do you believe then that like the most important thing is, because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are really coming out of COVID as well, like being in lockdown, I think a lot of people have just knuckled down and decided to create these businesses from home for themselves. So what do you believe the most important thing is for any entrepreneur to consider when starting a business? Um, the number one thing is I would say invest in a mentor, a hundred percent. That would be starting with number one, uh, especially if you're starting a business. I was leading a sales call today and I'm like, I think it's crazy. So I have the belief that it's crazy to start being a professional in something without a coach. Um, if you think about any professional athlete, they don't just start being a professional athlete without having influence or a coach or, uh, you know, a team around them to, uh, to allow them to up level. And I think the misconception with people and the reason why they, um, in my opinion, are green and, and they don't have the same success. Maybe they do at some point cause they're fierce and they have the grit, but in terms of the, in terms of the savviness that you need and like the fast tracking, it's like, it's business 101 is, is learning how to run a business or you're a hobbyist. And I know this is like, that gets thrown around all the time, but number one, hiring a business coach, because the second that you invest in yourself as a business, knowing that it's an ROI and knowing like being a business owner, um, then you start to show up like a business owner and you have that leverage of like, I have a coach, I have a mentor. I'm not taking unsolicited feedback from people that have not been successful running a business, which is often what happens when you don't have a coach or you don't have like the, Hey, you know what? I've already got, like, you're not able to set up the boundaries cause you don't, you're not, you don't know how to do that. It's like, you don't know what you don't know and you're trying so hard, but it's like, you're lonely and you don't have support. And like, when you do ask support, there's like, 
you know, it's just, it's a mixed bag and it's a lot different when you're invested, how you show up, how the coach shows up versus like your friends that maybe have successful businesses. It's like not, it's, it's my belief is it's on us and it has been the biggest game changer. And what I recommend to anybody that I know is hire somebody that you not just not like that you look up to the way that they live their life. Like you look up to all of it and not just they've made money, but they're miserable and they don't know how to have a relationship. But it's like, Hey, like show me the whole picture. Like show me who you are so that when I'm investing, I actually want that life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree completely. I think that, I think a lot of people really underestimate the need to learn from others and be guided from from people that are in the position that you want to be in essentially. And um, I think because we do have so much access to Google and all of that, there's this sort of assumption that's sometimes people make that, you know, they've got all the information they need at their fingertips, but sometimes it takes more than just Googling for a quick answer. It takes having someone sit down with you and help guide you through your personal issues and help you overcome your limitation, your limiting beliefs and all of that. So I 100% believe believe in investing in yourself when you're starting out a business as well. So I'm so glad that you did bring that up. And because wouldn't you agree as well that when people kind of like lack knowledge around, um, I guess, the importance of having a coach and continual learning. They kind of assume that they know everything, but then the people that do dive into continual learning and do invest a lot into their mindset and developing it, you realize that you actually know so little. And that's why it's so important to be continually learning and educating yourself, even through mentors as well. So what would you say like the process is kind of like then when, I mean, for yourself, when you were starting your business or when you're helping other people, what's the process sort of like with creating a business and turning what is just an idea into an actual business? Yeah. Okay. So I will, um, let me think about how I want to do this. I'll take one of my clients. Um, her name's Kira. So props, Kira, when you're listening to this, I freaking love you. Um, she had a background in finance and she's in San Diego where I was living. Um, and such like, she's a powerhouse, but didn't. So her first thing when hiring me was, um, we got to get clear on her vision and what she wanted and why she wanted it. So really getting connected to, you know, what do I, what, like, if I'm a creator in my life, what do I want to create? Like what, okay, so I have an idea. So let's pretend like you don't have an idea or you don't know, you want to be a coach, but you don't know what you want to coach yet. But you're like, I just want to help people. Like most, most of the time they'd be like, I just want to help people. I can help everybody. I'm so interested. Like that's what makes me feel good. Okay. Got it. Awesome. Who do you want to help? Like, okay. So you want to help people. Got it. Why do you want to help them? Um, I want to help them because, um, okay. So let's say there's people that I'll just take for her. Um, I want to help people. She, she actually had to work through her own stuff first, by the way, um, meaning stepping into her worthiness, um, stepping, getting past her limiting beliefs, getting her mind expanded and elevated before she even had the confidence to put herself out there and, and, and announce that she wanted to be a coach and announce that, you know, she's doing, uh, you know, that her vote really counts and get past the imposter syndrome. So I don't want to, I don't want to tread lightly on the personal development that has to be in place in order and the leadership that has to be in place in order to be successful in business. Like 100%, um, you get to be a powerful leader to lead your life and your business and, and understand who you get to be for other people to be a, in, a, particularly in service. 
Um, and so I'd say the the place to start is getting clear with, you know, being a confident person or working in practice of being confident, what, whatever that looks like, like, you know, go take your mind to the gym, put in your, the influence being super mindful of what you're listening to, who's hanging out, what conversations you're listening to. So that's the number one thing. And then I would start to say like, what do I want? Like if I'm, if I'm coming from a creator, like I'm a creator, what do I want to create? Like, what do I want? Like, let me just get into it. And then why do I want to create it? If you're not grounded in your why, uh, and you're not attached to it all the time, you will not, you'll just get sidetracked. You're like, just uh, like not lacking confidence. So it takes a little bit of time for some people to get grounded in their what and why. But I'd say the next step from a strategic standpoint, so you've got the mindset that's in play and you're working on it from a strategic standpoint, I would say, yeah, hire a mentor or a coach for people that think, you know, and really work through or, or get coaching around the, the block of, I don't have enough money to invest. Or once I do this, then I'll get the coach. It's like, I get that, but that's not, that's very green. It's a very, like, it's a very fear-based thing. It's like, there's, and that's a mindset thing also. That's a mindset block. So let's say the client is invested. They have a coach. Um, the next thing I would say would be, okay, so how do you want to help them? Like, who are you attracting? Who's your client? Like you get to understand I can help everybody, but it's like, yeah, but who like lights you up? Like, where were you a couple years ago? Like, what was your journey like? If you haven't had clients, if you have clients, who do you love working with? Like, who is like your people where they show up at, at their best or you show, you're able to show up at your best. And there's like an energy exchange where you're like, that's my person, like spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, energy, energy wise. You're like, that's who I get to help. And I, and I believe it evolves over time, but wherever you're at, just taking a look at who do I really get to serve and why do I want to serve them? And who is that person? Like who can really use me up would be what I would say. And then starting the strategy of how do I message to that person? Like, how do I actually understand in their words at night? What are they, what are they saying? You know, like who, what, where was I three years ago? I didn't have I didn't think I could do this or, um, I, I didn't, I didn't know, or like, Oh my God, I still want that so badly. But like Jesse has it and I don't have that because of the, you know what I mean? Like working through, working through the com comparison, um, I think is really important. So I do think that there are steps, you know, in terms of selling your services, it's like, um, how am I going to talk to them? There's work to be done to get these, these sections done. Uh, how am I going to market it? What's my plan? Like going into business with a plan, uh, structuring it where you have goals that you're hitting. Uh, what's my marketing look like? Um, what's my, my sales structure look like? Like what's the whole experience going to be setting up an application, having a calendar, like setting up your system so that you actually are operating like a pro and you're not, you know, you practiced, you've got it dialed so that when you are talking to your ideal client, you know, your messaging, you know, who you help, you know, how they, how you help them. And when they come to you, they are, you have, you have filtered the lead so that they have the money or the resources, or they are confident enough to create it. And it's the right time. They're urgent about it. It's not like, Oh my God, I like you so much. And I just am not ready for this. And you're like, well, actually I had you fill out an application for that particular reason. So then having a sales system in place, learning how to get over objections, um, learning how to confidently and hearts like from a heart space connect with this person who possibly hasn't invested in themselves before. Or so I, I think that there's steps. I'd say the first one would be really getting connected to what you want and why you want it. If you're not clear on your vision, then it's like going to be a freaking roller coaster for the people that are trying to be with you through that. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I think that it is very important to have a very clear vision. Um, and I love how you said to like, know your why and then the what, 
Um, because I think if you know why you want to do something, if you know why you want to produce a product for someone or a service for someone, then the what, what that product or service is will just follow after. So that was really awesome. I also, um, my attention was drawn to when you mentioned planning and setting goals. So like, do you have any sort of methods that you personally use to create goals for yourself and put those, like, how would you structure your goals as well when, um, looking at your business? Um, so I would take a look at what do I want to create income wise and how, or, and, or how many people I want to impact. So I come up with like, you know, I'm logical when it comes to it. I mean, I, I operate on both like a very spiritual level and a very savvy business level. So I can play both sides very easily. And I believe in masculine and feminine energy when running a successful business that was, that has evolved over time uh, to even understand what the difference is with that. And also uh, to know where I where it works most effectively for in my experience myself and women that I work with. Um, I do put a number up for how much I want to create in sales. Um, business to me is all about sales. If I don't, if I'm not making money, I cannot, I cannot serve, <laughs> you know, so sales is service. If I'm not serving, then I'm not making money. If I'm not making money, I cannot continue to do the service. Right. So I would say putting up a number, um, and having a goal in front of you for like an amount that you want to make. So let's say you are, um, uh, you want to create $10,000 in sales for the month of September. Okay, great. So you have the number up in front of you. And then I would say I would reverse engineer how many clients is that going to look like right now? Or what do I get to create in order, in order to create, what do I get, what do I get to do in order to create that number? Is that two VIP days? Is it, you know, what are my possibilities and how am I going to, how am I going to go after it to create it, to make it happen? Um, so I would say reverse engineering it, setting a goal, picking, knowing what your big picture things that you want to create for the month. You know, if you, if you can get super savvy, you're breaking it down into four quarters. Um, but in the beginning, you can also just like, all right, what's my plan for the month? Like what, same thing, what do I want to create for the month of September and why? Like, again, why do I even care about these sales or this number? And if I'm not connected to my why, then I'm not going to want to do the calls to action or I'm not going to want to do the extra email marketing campaign or I'm not going to want to do the Facebook lives at a bad day because my neighbor's cat, you know, was throwing up. And so, uh, I would say looking at what numbers you want to make, looking at like, what can I like what are my services? What are my offerings? And then saying, all right, great. I know statistically with sales, there's a science to it. So if I'm going to create, if I get to call on, if I get to make offers to 10 people in order to create one sale, basically, if I don't know them, it's a 10 to one um, percentage conversion, then I'm going to get to really kick ass and make a lot of offers. Or I'm going to be in relationship to the fact that I most not most likely, but I may not hit that number because I'm not doing what it takes to get there. So then breaking it down, it's like, all right, cool. What am I going to do each day in order to create 10 calls a week? Because I know that I want I need to create 50 calls or 30 calls in order to close three clients that would be an equal, an equivalent to 10,000. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that definitely does make sense. I really love how you've actually broken that down as well. And you've uh, shared that like, you know, if you want to make $10,000 a month, be clear on that, be clear on what it is you're aiming for. And then you've got to figure out, okay, what will it take me in order to achieve that? And that whole 10 to one ratio, like that, I feel like that is so accurate. You're going to receive so many more no's than you will yeses. So if you're not willing to 
kind of put in that amount of energy or do the amount of work that's required to increase your chances of getting the most results, then like, how can you expect yourself to be hitting your goals? So I think that was really well explained. Thank you so much for um, breaking that down for us. And I did, you did mention mask and firm energy at the start of that. So that's a pretty new concept to me. I've heard it like start to pop up here and there in podcasts I've been listening to, but I'm not a hundred percent clear on what exactly it is. Is that something maybe you'd be interested in diving deeper into for us today? Yes. I love talking about this topic. Totally. Do you have a specific question about it or do you want, like, what is your, what do you want to know about? I guess that my understanding of it to this point is that, like, say for example, us as females, we have masculine energy in us as well. And that's kind of like the more intense, like boss side, if that makes sense. And it's about kind of tapping into that and, but also being able to step out of that again. So you're not continually in that high functioning state, but yeah, like if you could just explain it and how we can utilize it, maybe that would be really beneficial for our listeners. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So masculine energy, totally accurate. It's like the, it's like the get shit done, the, um, the results, the, uh, make shit, make like, I'll just speak to you in the energy, make it happen. Um, numbers, sales, how many calls, um, strategy, statistics, logic, um, details, Excel documents, um, uh, uh, goal setting. Okay. So we need that in business. Okay. And the feminine energy is like the connection and the, excuse me, the flow and the the content that you're creating. That's like very, you know, connection is currency and connection is what really brings calls people to act on their dreams. They buy on emotion. And so we get to have both, right? If we're only in feminine and flowing and like reading angel cards and, you know, like laying down in Shavasana all the time, we're not going to create a business result. You know, it's like, We'll have other people to do all of those things with, but when it comes with, when it comes to it, we get to have both. So like the structure, uh, a friend of mine uh, said it like this. I do it a little bit differently, but um, I'll, actually I'll do it the way that I teach you. So when you're in masculine energy, there's this like push uh, of energy. And I know you guys can't see me, but if you can imagine you're holding your hands up and doing like a high five to somebody and like giving them high five. And it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a current or an energy that's strong and fluid, but it's like, it's strong and it's fierce. Um, and then there's, so you've got that aspect of yourself and your business and how you show up in it. And then you've got this like feminine flow. So if you can imagine like dancing and moving your body with curves and like, there's no rules and you're like moving around in flow with the wind or whatever you're hearing or saying, if we don't have that and we're all like masculine, like, you know, in our that people are, they don't connect with, for the most part, particularly women, if you think about it, um, they're not going to connect the same way and authentically are going to be out of alignment with the soulmate clients that you want to attract. Um, because it's, it's unrelatable for the most, like most of the time it's unrelatable. Um, does that help you? Yeah, that definitely does. That was a really great explanation of it. So then say, for example, if someone really feels like they lack masculine energy and they want to start tapping into that more so they can start utilizing it for business or for you know productivity and all of that how would you recommend someone taps into that um I think the visual of thinking about how I'm showing up is really important like if I'm like don't have a schedule and I'm just like going with the flow so I would say like all right set a schedule block off time um be responsible for your results like be committed to getting shit done. 
um, and like have three goals per day that you want to get done. Um, and knowing that if you want to run a business, like the all knowing of like, all right, cool. I get to shift and actually be in this energy and okay, what is that energy? That energy is getting shit done. It's, it's making things happen. Okay. So I'm going to step, how can I be more in that energy? Well, I've got to start to think about being that way. Right. So it's like rigor, urgency, um, focus, drive, you know what I mean? Like, uh, operating, uh, like strength, the foundation systems, like how, how do I, so that I can have this, the structure in place, the flow. Um, I'd say if someone's already in their masculine and they're creating results from an all masculine, they want to create more flow. It's like, okay, well, I know that I get to be like flexible and move and reinvent and redesign and shift. And there's like, you know, pivoting and, uh, like thinking about how I can be more in my heart, like putting my hand on my heart when I'm writing emails and not so just like, Hey, call to action. Okay. Book a call with me. It's like, it's, it's more connected. It's more, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's authentic and connected from a heart space. Um, masculine is for sure more in the head. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, that's been so helpful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So, um, there's a few more questions I had for you before we're going to jump off today, but this one's one that I'm really interested to hearing your response for. Um, so obviously you're working with a lot of, um, you know, successful businesses and you have such a successful business yourself. So what do you believe separates the good from the great in the entrepreneurial and business world? Um, confidence, consistency, 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 uh, imperfect action, uh, I'd say those three, uh, let me give you five, um, fearlessness, um, like being fearless and commitment, like just being committed to your vision, like no shit. I'm a maniac on the mission. This is a maniac, like a manifesting, loving maniac on a mission for what I am saying that I want in my life and what I want to create in my business. Yes. I love that. And so you mentioned imperfect action. So what is exactly that? That's like, all right, I'm going to show up on Facebook and do a Facebook live for five days to run a challenge. And I've never done it before and I'm freaked out. And, uh, but I know that this strategy has worked for other people and it has the potential or I'm getting coached into this strategy or I'm going to give it a shot. It's like, just get on the Facebook and do the live and talk and be vulnerable and acknowledge that it's your first day. If you need to, um, get out and do it. Like if you don't have your hair, you have a big zit on your face, your hair is messed up. You don't know what you're going to say. You're fumbling. It will only get better. So imperfect action, which is so the difference between people that are successful is they don't, they're not making it about themselves, not whatever their shit is. They're making it about the bigger vision of serving people or what they want in their life and why they want it. Yes. Yeah, so it's about um, just getting that thing done, getting out of your comfort zone, stepping into spaces that maybe you're less familiar with. Don't be scared about failing or not doing it perfectly on your first go. It's just about going and getting it done. So then you can just have a starting place to keep improving, I guess then. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, is I would agree that it's going to be scary because it's new and any growth opportunity is going to challenge you to get uncomfortable. Not that discomfort needs to be, you know, crappy. Uh, Discomfort can just be like, it is what it is. Just, it it just is. Um, And knowing on the bit, on the other side of it, of course, you're going to have fears come up. I mean, you're putting yourself out there in a more vulnerable place, you know, taking ownership on your, like owning your stuff to like, to do it. So yeah, I'd say for sure it's, it's just learning from it and having the courage 
to do it in the first place it, that it doesn't, it's never going to be perfect period. Uh, especially yeah. not in the beginning. Perfection's un- like overrated anyway. No one needs to be perfect. You just need to be. I don't even know that it exists. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so you also mentioned manifestation. So um, I'm really into manifestation as well. And I know a lot of um, our listeners are really into it also. So what sort of like manifestation practice do you do to help you with manifesting your wants and desires into your reality? I love this question too. All right. So first off, I recommend um, a book called the last law of attraction book you'll ever want to read or ever need to read. But, um, manifestation to me, uh, and what I teach is getting clear on your vision, like crystal clear on what you want. Um, I would say, you know, just like the $10,000, right. I'm crystal clear on it. I'm it's in front of me. I'm visualizing it. I'm like in gratitude for creating it. I'm bringing in opportunities. There is like all positive energy and momentum going towards what you want and what you want to attract. So there's no room for a scarce mindset period. If I'm manifesting, I mean, I will manifest more scarcity if that's what I'm focused on. But if I'm focused on like whatever you're always manifesting, you're always bringing things to you and And so just be super mindful and responsible for what you're putting your attention and intention to and what you're clear on. If you're not clear, okay, cool. Then figure out what you are clear on and not being clear on or your commitment to getting clear on it. But for the most part, everybody knows something. I speak it out into the universe. Um, I write it down a lot. Um, I'm in the energy of it's happening. I'm in the energy of I freaking got this. I'm in the energy of it's, coming to me. I'm looking at everything as working for me. Um, it's, it's a level of consciousness and chosen consciousness. I meditate in silence. I get connected to myself. I listen to signals. I pay attention. I, I am mindful of what it's going to take in order for me to manifest powerfully. Um, does that help you enough? Or yeah, yeah, that definitely does. So it's just all about stepping into that energy that you want to be in, even if you don't have it yet. It's stepping into that energy of you've already achieved everything that you want to work towards and everything that you desire. So is that like a daily sort of practice that you try to do for yourself, or what? What like what sort of frequency are you doing at? at? Yeah, I'm doing it every day. I'm like I'm clear on my goals. I have. Um, Like when I was looking, when I was getting my visa, for example, um, I had it set, I have a universe to-do list every month that it's just like a checklist uh, that I'm like, here's what I need you to help me with, here's what I need you to do. Um, But I had this up in front of me and you guys, if you can't see it, it just says, I'm so excited to get my six month visa to stay and live in Australia. And I had this up in front of me all the time and I would look at it every day. And anytime anybody would ask me, sorry, anytime anybody would ask me like, do you know when you're saying, I'm like, yeah, I'm a hundred percent here. Like I'm, I, I did, I never doubted it. I was in the energy constantly of like, yeah, I'm totally getting it. Um, and I would make decisions based on me getting it and not on me not getting it. Like every conversation, how do you know if you're going to get it? I'm like, I'm just going to get it because I said so. Um, and I was in that, you know, and let's say, let's say for example, I didn't get it. Uh, I would have trusted that I was still creating it and I was, I was meant to create it in a different way or I was like, I would have trusted, you know what I mean? Like I would have just trusted, okay, well, how did I manifest that? And I'm in the energy of everything that I want and everything that I want to create is possible. Yes. So I, do that every, I have it in front of me. I am in gratitude. I say out loud, thank you. As if things have already happened, I'm in the energy of like just being in gratitude every day. I meditate in silence. And when I don't meditate in silence, 
or I don't meditate, it's like just significantly clear that I didn't meditate. Wow. And it's, it's obviously incredible that like it's, it's worked for you. I mean, you're here, you've got your six month visa now. So, um, whatever you're doing is working. And I think I'm going to start doing, um, manifestation meditations and all of that more consistently in my week now. (laughs) So, um, one of the second last question I actually wanted to ask you today. So given this is the real time podcast, so what is one piece of real advice you would love to leave all of our listeners with today? Um, follow the joy that's just coming down for me today because I had this conversation with a few people. So um, follow the joy, be in the energy of taking care of yourself and uh, and getting yourself in a place that you love life and uh, what makes you happy and lights you up and start from there. Yes, I love that. I absolutely love that. And the final thing I wanted to ask you is, where can our listeners find you if they want to look into you, look into your coaching programs and all of that after this podcast? Because I know that I'm sure they're going to be listening, taking down a million notes. I was like, this has been such an incredible conversation. So where can they find you? Um, you can find me on my website. That would probably be the first place to find me on missystrasner.com. I don't know if you're going to put that in there, but um, my full name.com. So Missy Strasner. And you can also find me on Facebook with my name. Uh, I have a business page and then also my personal and either way you go. If you have particular questions, feel free to message me. Well, we'll link all of that in the show notes anyway, so they can conveniently find them. But thank you so much for coming on to today's episode. Honestly, I have absolutely loved hearing from you. I am so grateful that you have shared so much of your wisdom and insight into the business world with us all today. So thank you so much, Missy, for coming on. Thank you. guys thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast i have had so much fun making this and i hope this has been able to help you in some way if you enjoyed this podcast remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it my goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value so help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow, and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.